Hey guys, guys. and welcome, welcome back, back to another episode of Back to the Cross podcast. And today's topic is about friendships. friendships. <laughs> and our first scripture today uh, is Proverbs thirteen twenty, and it says, "Whoever works with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm." Amen. What that basically means, guys, is whoever you associate yourself with is who you become. If you're uh, working with people, uh, let's say people who uh, like to drink, you also become someone who likes to drink. If you uh, put yourself in a place where people are like business small, people who want to be entrepreneurs and things like that, that's who you also would inspire to be as well. So yeah. The Bible talks about in 1 Corinthians 15.33, do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. In other words, bad company corrupts good character. So if you are in a group of friends that are totally, you know, bad influences, that's how you're going to end up. Like if they're a drink, if they party, that's exactly how you're going to end up. If your friends, you know, go to church every day, you're also going to be encouraged to go to church as well. If your friends are filled with the Holy Spirit, you're going to be, you know, like <laughs> influenced and want to have the same Holy Spirit that they have. When I was in college, and I just associate myself with people who like to party. And back, obviously, when I was still like in secondary school, and if you don't know, high school, I, I wasn't doing any other like drinking or any other. But then when I went to uh, college, I started university. I started um, doing exactly what those girls were doing. If I hung out with them, and then they, like some of them would want to go to concerts. And then also you tag along, and then I started drinking. I started doing the same thing as them. So technically, exactly how they scripture says whoever you associate yourself with is who like you literally become yeah many of us when we were in high school we weren't really like you know concerned about going out we weren't concerned about drinking but the minute we literally entered college that's when things changed <laughs> literally and i'm pretty sure it's for like many people like you start seeing more like you start seeing other things you start you know connecting other people's behaviors you start hang around with people you literally wouldn't usually hang around with and you literally follow them wherever they go and many times the things that I probably wouldn't have done before I you know you know just end up doing it because my friends are doing it to be honest like let's say we go out and then concerts go like clubs and stuff like that and then if there's like um there's like a musician and then go backstage stuff like that and if I was by myself, I would not be doing that. Like, what am I going backstage for? But when, you know, you have this, those type of, like, friends that encourage, like, oh, yeah, this is normal. This, there's nothing wrong with that. And so you literally just go follow everything that they do. And even in college or university, so many people don't realize getting with so many men, like, it's a, like, it's a trophy. Like, mm-hmm. and, and then, society in general. Like, exactly. Society, literally, mm-hmm. like, that's, that's actually my normal. Like, why are you just in college? Instead of like focusing on your academics, you know, you're busy, concerned about who's looking at you. Yeah, people normalize even like in society in general. It's like if you get if you're getting uh, attention from multiple guys, if you entertain multiple guys, everyone's seeing like, oh, she's a bad baby, she's a baddie, she's a baddie, she's it's a baddie. So yeah, and I feel like that's why like most people, even though they want, like I say, Christians, they're Christians, but then they won't do any of that. Things, and they want to get to college and then they associate themselves with these type of people and then they kind of feel like left out and they want to do what other people are doing other like people are doing as well so that's how they end up like being in that situation like they also want to 
gay women to guys they want to be noticed they want to be the bad be the body <laughs> literally because even in university i've seen so many people that you know they came they came from like christian backgrounds but the minute they literally step foot in like university and stuff like that like they just start like confirming to the patterns of like you know of this world they start like following like whatever like college students are doing like house parties like all these type of things like they would not be doing that at home they would not be doing that if they were like you know at their hometown but because that they're, they're in like a different town they're in a different city and you know the people that you used to know they're not with them and so they have like new company now like terrible bad bad company which the bible says bad company corrupts good character so because they're in that bad environment and so there are good morals that they've learned in church that they've you know they've read in like in the bible and stuff like that mm -hmm. like it's been corrupted by their company that they keep so yeah. So if we look at Proverbs twenty two twenty four, it says, "Make no friendship with a man given to anger, nor go with a wrathful man, lest you learn his ways and entangle yourselves in a snare." Yeah. So for many of us, that's been saving that and you know, trying to live for Jesus Christ and trying to get away from things of this world. And the Bible is basically telling us to make no friendship with a man given to anger. No, go with a rightful man, lest you learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. So basically the whole point is if, you know, if you're saved and your friends are not saved and you've prayed for them like multiple times and you have preached Christ crucified to them and yet they're still refusing to change and it's literally them influencing you instead of you influencing them and they keep drawing you back into your old lifestyle, they keep drawing you back into sin, then it's time to cut them off get your friends <laughs> yeah get your friends <laughs> in jesus name yeah because even in james 4 verse 4 says you adulterous people do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with god therefore whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of god so if you have friends that constantly keeps drawing you back into worldly things that constantly you know keeps basically making your hunger for God die down. If they keep like, you know, increasing your hunger for the world, yeah, you need to cut them people off because they're literally making an enemy of God. So just to add to that, if you watched the last episode, you know that um, we talked about how um, I went clubbing with friends and then they were just looking at me like a strange person because now I didn't want to drink, I didn't want to do the same thing they were doing. And yeah, so like, what God is basically saying is stay away from people like that because they're not saved and you're saved. So you guys are like, you have nothing in common. You have exactly. nothing in common. And if being with them only draws you back to like, I want you to go party, just like how it happened with me like in the last episode when I said, yeah, I was still talking to, to those friends and then uh, I ended up going to go and clubbing. If I cut off ties with them, uh, when I got saved, I wouldn't have went back clubbing them. Just be conscious about uh, who you hang around with, because not everyone is, not everyone is actually a friend as you think they are. And especially now that, now that you're saved, you have like now you have more enemies, so you don't know. The, uh, the enemy could easily just use them friends to trying to get you back in the world, trying to hinder your work. So just be careful. Exactly. So moral of the story is don't let your friends hinder your work with God. For in Proverbs twenty-seven. Verse 17 says, iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. Make sure the friends that you have are sharpening your work with God, and not, they're not hindering your work with God. They're not drawing you back into sin. They're not drawing you back into, you know, the type of things that God already delivered you from. Make sure your friends are drawing you closer to God, in mm -hmm. Jesus' name. So if we look at 
David and Jonathan really should see the perfect, perfect example of a friendship. Mm -hmm. the perfect example of kingdom-minded friendship. The perfect example of kingdom friends. And I just think they're so cool. Like how yeah. they were, <laughs> how they were friends, and you know, like love each, each other. other. So if we look at one Samuel. 18 1 to 3 it says as soon as he had finished speaking to Saul the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David and Jonathan loved him as his own soul and Saul took him that day and would not let him return to his father's house then Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as his own soul like that's like the perfect friendship the perfect kingdom friendship and that's exactly who like the type of friends we should thrive to have people who love us and that we love as well and also loves the, the lord like when i first read this in the beginning i was like wow that is so cool like i literally didn't even know that friends can you know make covenant with each other that they can literally like be bound to each other like not in a weird way but you know this mm -hmm. is even biblical like how it even talks about like in other like in other translations it says that jonathan's Jonathan was bound to David because he loved him so much. So like, like you know, I was literally like, I miss mm -hmm. by that. If you know the story of you know, of Saul and David, you know mm -hmm. that Saul hated, hated David, mm -hmm. and the fact that Jonathan was Saul's son and he still he still loved David no matter what he didn't even mm -hmm. care if his dad hated him. No, he was literally still bound to David. <laughs> if you read First Samuel, verse thirteen. It talks about this is even Jonathan saying if my father intends to bring evil on you may the Lord punish Jonathan and do so severely if I do not tell you and send you away so you may live safely may the Lord be with you just as he was with my father like Jonathan did not care he literally did not care if Saul hated David he was still gonna like you know rescue David he was still gonna technically Destiny help her because mm -hmm. help David literally, <laughs> literally because if Jonathan was not helping David, God knows what would have happened to David. So if we continue uh, on First Samuel uh, chapter twenty verse fourteen, it says, "If I continue to live, show me show me kindness from the Lord. But if I die, don't ever withdraw your kindness from my household, not even when the Lord cuts off every one of David's enemies." From the face of the earth then Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David saying may the Lord hold David's enemies accountable amen that is like so wonderful hearing that because you like we're the type of friendships that we don't see this we literally do not see this it's just you know party have fun and all these type of things but this is literally like life-changing covenants and David even kept it because even when um, Jonathan and Saul died David literally kept it found somebody like in a, in, a, in Jonathan's lineage and blessed that person and I was like please, please we need we beautiful need, exactly we need to separate like kingdom friendships kingdom minded yeah. people like even see and feel the type of love they had with each other because when um, when Jonathan and Saul died David was literally mourning for them this, David was literally crying for them and he says I grieve for you Jonathan my brother you were such a friend to me your love for me was more wondrous than the love of women like no, who who would actually say that type of thing? Like your love for me was more like was better than the love of women. Like mm -hmm. we literally need this type of friendships, like mm -hmm. kingdom-minded friendships. People to literally you know continue to draw us closer to God and not draw us you know back into the world, but 
sharpen us when we're down sharpen us like the bible says iron sharpens iron and lastly guys we just like to say that do not let your friends drag you to hell please please mm -hmm. please do not let your friends drag you to hell if you have constantly praised christ crucified to them and they're still you know they're still not changed but yet they still continue to influence you instead of you influencing them please just run away please run away because the bible says be ye separated come out from among them and if we read corinthians chapter 6 from verse 13 it says do not be yoked together with those who do not believe for what partnership is there between righteousness and lawlessness or what fellowship does light have with darkness what agreement does christ have with belay or what does a believer have in common with a non-believer and what agreement does the temple of god have with idols for we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will dwell and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch any unclean things, and I will welcome you. And I will be a father to you, and you will be sons and daughters to me says the lord almighty and we just pray that, that god will bless us with like-minded uh, kingdom friendships amen and people that will people who will help us with our work with christ like destiny help us people who are sent from god himself and yeah uh, thank you guys for watching see you on the next episode of god, god bless you bye